Now, Alan, I, I know you don't want me to, but I'm going to break form here. Ooh. I, I'm going to promote our other project right now. I know that you said, no, don't do it. Don't tell anyone. But I'm going <laughs> to do it. I wanted to keep that as secret from the internet as possible, which is why I posted it there. What it is is a darkly comic sci-fi tale um, done in a narrative 14-episode format of a story of a depressed IT worker and his best friend, the alien parasite that lives on his brainstem. It's called Parasitecology. It's available everywhere you get podcasts, and it's being produced at the same time as this, so one week you get that, one week you get this, and we suggest you just listen to us every week. We do. <laughs> yeah, we suggest that. <laughs> just just gently suggest it, that's all. Listen, I'm not going to get into the science of the daily requirements of us, but uh, I, there are plenty of antioxidants somewhere in there. I am full of niacin. Hmm. Niacin? Nothing? Check out Parapsychology.com to subscribe. It's time, time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another Interrupted Tale. Hello, and welcome to the show that usually ends. Another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob, and I'm joined tonight by the skillet of my charybdis, Alan. How are you, Alan? I'm the skillet to your, your what-dis? I don't like Cajun food. My cherubdis? I, I, I think it was a, a Fat Boys spinoff in the 80s. Alan, I hope you're ready this week, because we have got a chilling tale of futures past from the winter 1955 issue of Startling Stories magazine. Are you startled yet? I'm pretty startled. <laughs> it is called Have Your Past Read, Mister. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of punctuation in this story, so you got to get this right. Have your past read, mister, by Robert Zacks. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Hit me with your apostrophes. And now, it's time to pour yourself your favorite drink and curl up in your favorite chair while we read you this week's tale. Joe's face was bleak as he stared out the window at the golden sunshine spilling off the pastel green streets outside. And what do you think lives there on those pastel green streets? Maybe a happy little tree, and let's give that little tree a friend, just dabbing with our fan brush. But, of course, no humans, because they've all died off in my post-apocalyptic future, where the earth is rightfully returned to the wanton cruelty of nature. And we'll just pull in a little alizarin crimson for the vast lakes of blood drained from the failed homo sapien species. <laughs> you know, too many people don't check out the, uh, the episodes that were only ever aired once. I saw the Twitch marathon, and uh, <laughs> it goes some weird places, man. It gets dark. It yeah. gets dark. 
He'd been in a miserable mood. None of the episodes have any people in them. No, it's true. He always paint happy trees and happy suns, and I just don't think he could draw feet. So he just avoided it entirely. He'd been in a miserable mood lately, unable to shake it off, despite every psychological trick he used to get free of it. Deep, deep inside, something was eating at him. Nematodes. Deep, very deep. You gotta, you gotta reach way in to get those squirmy bastards. <laughs> I'll catch them for one, for five hundred. What, what, what's, wait, what is it in Jaws? I don't know. Oh, a lot man. of morphine. Wait, is that, is that a different movie? It's a very, very different movie. What's the one with the morphine capsules? Oh, hey, is that that Paul Walker movie? <laughs> is it the Meg? Alan, are you getting no, the Meg? No, it's not the Meg. What? Jaws? No, Paul Walker's died. No, uh, what Paul movie. Walker movie? Uh, Into the Blue? No, that's the girl. <laughs> no. It's Blue Crush? No. No, that's no Into a... the Blue is right. That's okay. the Jessica L. No, there's one with morphine uh, ampules from the war. <laughs> that Hold is on. not shot. Come on now. Stop. Hey, internet, take a pause. <laughs> Go argue about who should have won the Oscars, okay? Just hold on a second. Morphine oh. ampules diving movie. The Deep, 1977 film which, by which, Peter Benchley. With Jacqueline Bissett? Hey, fucking yes. Yeah, but I know it's, also, it's got Robert Shaw in it, so oh, of course wow. I... Oh, Look yes. at you. It is part of the Robert Shaw cinematic universe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the, the Jacqueline Bassett cinematic universe. <laughs> he wouldn't face it. Irritably, he squirmed. Squirmily, he irritated. <laughs> he pressed the wall button, and the whole side of the cottage smoothly slid up, folding out of sight. Oh, wow, in the future, your whole house can be a garage. <laughs> It's a truly amazing thing that's come to pass. The spring breeze flooded in, mussing his hair and playfully slapping his face. It didn't make him feel any better. No. <laughs> Can't see why. Just opening this complete side of your house wouldn't suddenly cheer you up. Kind of like living in an RV camper and you're like, okay, well, you gotta, you put up the canopy. Are we tailgating today, honey? Are we tailgating? No. We're tailgating no. every day. We're in a camper. <laughs> That's the only way to get fresh air. From the doorway, Anne said, What's the matter, dear? Joe was startled. Huh? Nothing. 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 Just wondering where all the stuff we plugged into the wall goes. <laughs> My high school trophies. Where, what do they fold into? You just you hit the button and he's like... <laughs> oh. Paintings crashing off. Oh, that Picasso. Well, I'm sure it's still good. <laughs> she stood there, a placid woman, pleasant but not pretty. Her robe of shining green cloth clutched about her pudgy figure. A distressed look was on her face, a touch of fear, a hint of piss offedness, <laughs> with a dash of, oh, well, what? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a dash. She came in and sat down next to Joe. Lately, you've been unhappy, she said. I am. I guess it's the job, he muttered. I'm always this way before facing that damn job. Three hours a day, Anne said quietly. 
It was a simple reproof, a tearing away of the mask hiding his shrinking misery. Yeah, but I I only get one 45-minute break, so... Yeah, you, you gotta factor that in. I mean, that's, right. It's not three hours. It's, uh, it's, it's a good three hours. Plus a five-minute smoke break every six minutes. Thank God they haven't gotten rid of that. Well, he growled, I don't know what it is then. He didn't look at her. Yeah, I bet that happens a lot in this three-hour play. <laughs> if you thought Willie Loman was too dynamic of a character, says Ben Brantley of the New York Times, trailing off. <laughs> just, just trails off right there. He couldn't muster up the energy <laughs> to finish that quote. Uh, oh, three more hours, eh? Okay. Man, you'll know what Simonize means for the rest of your life, Rob. I just want to know, Alan, if there's somebody named Happy in this, or, or mm-hmm. anyone who goes by Hap, um, can we stop now? Are you too good for your home? <sighs> that doesn't, that's a different Happy. I, I got it. I yeah, got no, it. I'm telling the audience oh. it's a different Happy, Rob. <laughs> I didn't confuse the two. All right, all right, Biff. Relax. I love Back to the Future. That's a different. That's also different. Yes. Death of a McFly. (sighs) He was suddenly angry at the vast guilt feelings that surged in him. I'll fix you a good breakfast, she said, hopefully. Got a new spice from Venus. It's called super cardamom, and no one has ever figured out what you're supposed to put it in. Like cilantro? No. Everybody knows what you put cilantro in. What what is wrong with you? Some people can't eat cilantro. They can eat it. It just tastes like soap. And fuck them. Nobody's going to eat anything. Well, I agree with that part. They're screwing up my nachos. (laughs) I like the tang. I I agree. I like cilantro. I just know that there's people out there. It's cardamom. Nobody has ever used cardamom. Don't you make a, a drink with cardamom? No. Well, it's 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 on every spice rack. What do they use it for? I don't know. What am I, the Kwisatz Haderach? Am I going to come up with what you do with fucking super cardamom? <laughs> yeah, they're casting for that movie, Alan. Now is the time to strike. I hear that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a trying out for the part of Sandworm number three. Would I just flop around in here? Please, yes. Use the space. <laughs> Not hungry, he snarled and stopped in shame and shock at himself as she recoiled. Sorry, he mumbled. For a bad moment, they didn't look at each other. Mm, okay, so just uh, two hours and 57 more minutes of this then, huh? They're an intermission. You can joke all you want, but when Philip Seymour Hoffman did this, it, it was sold out for months seriously is there like a 15 minute break where i can get a plastic cup of wine before the bells chime (laughs) no that's when the audience participation happens yeah yeah it gets better they just stare at you for a while (laughs) it's about time (laughs) then she got up wearily prepared breakfast ordinary toast eggs and coffee just like a hidebound traditionalist fighting even with his foods to retain a semblance of the old ways of thinking. Well, so hold on, about toast? (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, hey, old man. Hold on. Has there been a Pop-Tart transition in the world? You haven't tried Soylent Toast, man? The Bagelopolis. (laughs) The the Bagelopolis. Bagelopolis. The Bagelopolis. Which I think think it died out 75 million years ago. The Diplodon. (laughs) The Brontosaurus. The Bigalopolis. <laughs> Our finest poet, ladies and gentlemen. Deep, deep cut. <clears throat> they ate in silence. Then Anne dressed. She kissed him with a touch of desperation as he left for the automatic factory, where he was a maintenance man who did nothing but read meters and watch for lights flashing, indicating the needs for a new part in the vast machine. Less of a maintenance man and more of a Sim City mayor. It's not bad. It's good work. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, listen, they couldn't have made the movie Airplane without a lot of them. (laughs) It's better than uh, having to do a shift at the uh, roller coaster tycoon warehouse. Oof. (sighs) That's a, that's a, it's a tough job. Oh, that guy that made a ride that doesn't end for, uh, <laughs> like, 3,000 years. Oh, my God. Oh, I salute him. Well done. Joe thought unhappily, what's the matter with me? Why am I such a louse to her these days? But, of course, he knew. Even though, as a mature person, he directed tremendous defenses against letting the infantile thought grow. Yeah, I'm no Dr. Phil, but I'm pretty sure part of the problem is that no one has erected anything in this relationship for several months. It's good. That's good to know. I was um, wondering if they were doing any home improvements, maybe in addition. No, you know, they're no fixer-upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. There's not enough lapboard in the world to save this relationship, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Shiplap. 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 I, it doesn't even mean anything to me anymore. Shiplap. Ship, <laughs> shiplap. He might have killed the tormenting idea that he was fed up with her. That he deserved something better than Anne. Somebody prettier. More exciting. More of a challenge. If it weren't that he now had to pass a certain corner. Oh, yeah. And he's so great. We Okay, all right. I see it. I see it, Rob. Mm-hmm. We're 40% of the way to an escape, parentheses, the Pina Colada song, and parentheses situation. Oh, we've waited for so long. Yes, it's... <sighs> it's the future. Do you think they'll still meet at O'Malley's? Well, I think O'Malley's has been a victim of the rising tide of the ocean. Uh, the dunes on the Cape, of course, <laughs> now several hundred feet underwater as well. <laughs> But uh, I'm sure there is some kind of uh, big old establishment and, and Einstein brothers on every corner, if you, if you would. <laughs> After the Bagelocalypse. That's what it was. Bagelocalypse. 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 Huh? Huh? That's <laughs> the lips part really stands out when you do that. <laughs> Well, you get that way you get the locks in there too. It's a two for Alan. I don't want to tell you about comedy, but um 
It's uh-huh. pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, I don't want to tell you about marketing, Rob, but uh, <laughs> after the world has gone through a nuclear Armageddon, boy, you sure are going to have a market on uh, post-apocalyptic bagel joint names. <laughs> Thank God. And the tantalizing sign which blazed in luminous letters to smirking passersby, have your past read only three credits. Hey, what's what's this other sign? Have your money read. Why? I, I don't get it. Why? The letter Y. It does. You know what? It it looks better on screen than it does <laughs> in an audio format. It it works. It's it's a thinker. It's a thinker. And I'm a thinker. <laughs> Joe stopped and frowned in angry disapproval. Maybe he wasn't a registered traditionalist, but one thing they stood for with which he agreed, the elimination of this kind of disgraceful gypsying. Why don't they stop these guys? He muttered wrathfully. Hey, I don't agree with most of the racistarian platform, except their stance on other races. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, surprisingly broad platform, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of other races. (laughs) Belligerently, he stared into the window. An unshaven man in a dirty shirt squatted on a cushion on the floor. His lips pursed in a soundless whistle as he cautiously cut his toenails with scissors. Yeah, no, I know, gross. (laughs) That was my Seinfeld episode, by the way. That was with a guy that, that cuts his nail on the public bus. Yeah. They have a lot of discussion about whether that's okay to cut oh. your nails on a public bus. Oh, and it like flicks all around and gets in someone's hair. That's right. That's part of the problem. That's right. It's like vaping. You can't you could pretend it's not it's not doing anything to anybody else, but we all know it smells like a weed sock. <laughs> is that is that a sock that for weed or a sock where you keep your weed? All right, fantastic question, Rob. Thank you. (laughs) It's good to know. Good to know it's fantastic. A sleazy woman in a multicolored dress and ancient long earrings lovingly examined a tarnished golden necklace of coins. She looked up, caught Joe's eye, pointed to the sign, and beckoned. Yes, welcome to Madame Zavara's house of psychic power and self-service mani-pedi station. Oh, self-service. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I like to have to stare awkwardly at somebody. Uh, yes, but you save money because we reuse the emery boards. Ugh. Furiously, Joe went inside, even though he knew his friends would look at him with raised eyebrows if they saw him. Listen, he growled, why don't you gypsies take your three hours duty like the rest of us? Y'all ought to be locked up. That's what I say. Now tell me what I say. Baby, what I say. What I say. We're hurting nobody, said the man, smiling, pausing with his toenail cutting. Nobody supports us but ourselves. Oh, indie podcast. I know where this guy's from. (laughs) I'm cutting my toenails right now. (laughs) That's hard to monetize. (laughs) It's it's, it's something we got to do on Etsy, right? You try. You you try your best, Rob. 
Read your past, mister, asked the woman mockingly. She laughed shrilly. That's what you really came in for, isn't it? No, I came in for the toenails. <laughs> Lord, no. What? I thought you that's what your Etsy store was about. <laughs> I know my past, shouted Joe, turning his eyes with a sort of fascinated dread on the machine set against the wall. It was a huge crystal ball, supported by a square metal box, which contained, he knew, complex circuits and equipment that the traditionalists were fighting like mad to have destroyed. Mm, the disco wars. What a troubled time for our nation. Oh, too many people. You, you remember how many people went up in that disco inferno? I do remember that long, hot Donna summer of the <laughs> disco wars. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, 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 got, I mean, I could go down a whole road there. Um, do you have more, 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 Rob? <laughs> I don't know, Alan. I think this episode might be our Waterloo. I don't. No, no. It counts. No, no. Are you saying that's not disco? No, it's not. You want to say, man, after midnight, I'll be with you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm only listing songs people know. What? I don't know that song. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. Wait, is that called gimme, gimme, gimme? Fuck you! <laughs> it's in parentheses. <laughs> you call it the Pina Colada song, don't you? That's in parentheses. Well, yeah, because it's the Pina Colada song. No, it's Escape. But it's a description. Uh, I'm describing it. It's, it's the Pina Colada song. <clears throat> Man After Midnight. So far, they'd managed to keep a large number of the population away by means of intensive propaganda and social organization. You know your past, said the woman. She laughed. Which one? <laughs> well, there's the Joan Collins one, uh, the Enterprise C one. Oh, that's a good one. The cheap cash-in on Tribbles one. Mm, that one's okay. Suddenly, Joe's mouth was dry. He licked his lips. It's a fake, he whispered. The whole thing's a fake. Sure, said the man, nodding, grinning. It's a fake, but interesting, entertaining. Uh, like the mass Singer. <laughs> and before you argue with my comparison, a 333 batting average is really pretty good. Once you're past red, mister. Joe backed away. No, he said, almost whispering. Only three credits, wheedled the woman, cringing beggar-like, but looking at him with glittering eyes. Let me look into the crystal ball. Alternately, for just one credit, I will throw this dart at the executive decision board. Also free of charge, I will say in bed at the end of every sentence. Oh, free? What, do I just ask? In bed. <laughs> Let me read what might have been if... If... Joe was hypnotized. If you'd taken any other action at any point in your life, if you'd moved along another probability line, if instead of studying one field you'd studied another and so affected your whole existence, if you'd killed the man you felt like killing, not done the thing you're sorry you did, 
Pick the middle urinal instead of one on the end. Volunteer to bring celery sticks to your child's school party. Said, yes, I would like to take a brief survey about your interaction with our customer service representative when you weren't mad. All statistically negligible events. <laughs> Loved another woman instead of... What do I do? said Joe. It came from his throat like a whisper. They sat him down. He put both hands on a small metal plate before the crystal ball, and they flicked a lever. Your fingerprints, said the man, his eyes bright. Then they put a metal band around his head, fitted the electrodes. Your brain pattern, said the man, grinning again. We need data. Okay, but why do I need the metal band around my testicles? Oh, actually, that's ten extra credits. <laughs> you, believe me, you'll be happy you paid for it. Mumbo-jumbo, said Joe, trying to scoff. They did other things to the machinery. Blew into the cartridge port, banged their hips against it like the fawns. You know, mystical things. Then they switched a lever. Look into the crystal ball said the man as the room grew strangely dark and the ball began to glow. Which if do you select? Suppose, said Joe in a thick and trembling voice, I hadn't proposed to Anne. Darling Anne, as I kneel here in the mall cheesecake factory on our fourth date, I ask, will you... Help me pick up my avocado egg roll. I think I threw my back out. That was the moment she knew, Alan. Or I think I'm presenting an alternate past here, Rob, where oh. instead of actually proposing, his, his egg roll falls on the floor and he throws his back out. But that, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying that makes her love him even more. It backfires. The man and the woman suddenly laughed wildly. Joe started to pull the band off his head, to stand up and shout at them and threaten to have them arrested. But he stopped dead, because an image was forming in the crystal ball. There he was, seated in the living room, his present living room, except that the curtains were blue instead of a chocolate brown. And opposite him was a woman who wasn't Anne. She was dark instead of blonde. But aside from that, there really wasn't much difference, because the woman was pudgy, unhappy, and patient. Oh, so... It was inevitable he'd end up unhappy with someone he didn't deserve, and also God is dead. Wow. Again. Well, no, I'm just saying as a natural consequence yeah. of this story, obviously there is no God and we have been abandoned. <laughs> oh, cruel fate. And she was looking at him with Anne's unhappy resolution. His tiny image was ignoring her, and he was glumly reading a newspaper. That's what you'd be doing right at this moment on the other probability plane, said the gypsy man. Okay, but uh, in that universe, it seemed like I had the day off, so that's a win. <laughs> Bright spot. Three hours. Oh, God, how can I make it through? <laughs> but she, she's just like, the gypsy woman's laugh shrilled. <laughs> Maybe you make them that way, she cackled. Swiftly, she flicked a lever, switched another, turned a dial. Parallels, she chanted. 
Search the parallels. Let me know, mister, when you see your present wife. And I'll stop the machine. She makes it sound like Parallels is a spinoff of the Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> You're watching Parallels. Up next, Love and Marriage, Chattanooga. <laughs> really stretching it there. Well, I mean, there are a lot of towns. And this town, they've decided to take a song and spin it off into a whole movie with Joe Namath. Joe Namath? <laughs> you never seen Chattanooga Choo Choo? I mean, what am I saying? <laughs> what? I, I don't know why I've seen Chattanooga Choo Choo. That's a Choo real Choo. movie? Oh, boy. I mean, I'm familiar with the song, but wow. With Joe Namath? <laughs> yeah. You're just so brave. <laughs> what did he tell me? Yeah, I don't know what he said. In the crystal ball, fast five-second images came, paused, disappeared. Images of all the people affected by the new if- Joe screamed as Anne appeared. Stop! Stop! His mind reeled. It was Anne in the crystal ball. And yet, it was not Anne. She was beautiful, glowing, clad in furs. Eating foie gras and taking careful aim at the last passenger pigeon. How glamorous. <laughs> Pool! <laughs> yeah. She was on a stage before applauding thousands, holding a bouquet of roses smiling her gratitude, waving her thanks graciously. And beside her was a man, imposing, handsome, and laughing. Well, now hold on, maybe in this reality I made an early decision to be more handsome and not at all like myself and seven inches taller and wear realistic silicone masks and also I have a twin brother at home to do the boring stuff. That really is the best reality. Yeah, that's probably this one. <laughs> the man suddenly kissed Anne, and she clung to him happily as the crowd went absolutely wild. What? Who? stammered Joe. I don't know, said the gypsy, shrugging. She sure looks better off, doesn't she? Too bad, if only you hadn't proposed to her. It's a fake, screamed Joe. Damn the factory peach bellini happy hour deal that led me down this path. <laughs> he tore off the metal band and fled. When he came home in the early afternoon, he brought a large bouquet of red roses. Oh, honey, how lovely. Oh, and there's a card. Thanks for being no better and no worse than my other wife. <laughs> The end. Wow. Well, that was, uh... It was a brief glimpse into the possibilities of a guy who's not a good husband in any reality. <laughs> That's right. If you are into a sad life, well, this guy's got it in spades. Alan, what was the moral of this particular story? Well, I think the moral comes down to that old 
quote, uh, if you run into an asshole in the morning, yeah, you ran into an asshole. If you run into assholes in all possible timelines, you're a cosmic asshole. <laughs> cosmic asshole! And what did you think the moral was, Ron? Yeah, well, that's uh, easy. Um, I, I think the moral is that uh, happy wife, happy life. And also, God is dead. Hey, you're batting 333, too. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, about wraps it up for this week's episode. I'd like to invite everyone to tune in next week for, oh, is it our podcast or a sister podcast, Parasite Ecology? I don't know. But tune in next week for another exciting interrupted. No, honey, you, you don't understand. It's not you. It's me. And if I can fix me, you might be famous or not exist. Either way, it's great for me. No, really, honey, I, I don't think you're getting where I'm coming from on this. Tail! Do you want to try to do this? Uh, yeah, story? I don't mind. It's it's quite short, so okay. I think uh, it's probably a good idea if you're set. If you need a second to get things. Together. No, let's go. All right, I'm gonna send you a new link. Hold on.